he said, well, the Twin Towers. And I was like, oh, I really liked those. As a child growing up, I really liked that that was a part of the skyline. There was a new kid in my class whose birthday was also September 10th, so I let him bring like cupcakes in and whatever on the 10th, and I was going to do it on the 11th. But we never got that far in the day. Welcome to a Medic Mindset Microsode. I'm Nisa Hadaway, and I'm one of the hosts of the Q Word Podcast, a podcast about the tips, trends, and taboos of emergency nursing. Ginger messaged me yesterday, and it turns out the podcaster, the teacher, the woman who speaks for a living, has laryngitis. She really wanted to get this out by 9-11, so she trusted me to help with the introduction of the guest. I remember exactly where I was on September 11, 2001. And the guest in this microsode does too, even though she was only 10 years old. She reflects on what that day was like for her as a child and what that day means to her now as she works the streets of New York City as an EMT. In classic medic mindset fashion, Ginger doesn't let us off easy. She invites us to not only think about our own story of what that day was like for us as individuals, but also to think about our EMS family as a whole as we continue to see deaths from 9-11 related illnesses. Oh, and one bit of advice about the next eight minutes or so, you might put the kids away. The guest is an authentic New Yorker, F-bombs included. Does 9-11 play into you becoming an EMT or a firefighter? It didn't before I joined as much. Not until after I started volunteering, not until after I started working within New York, that it actually like meant a lot more to me personally than it ever had. I feel like a great sense of pride and responsibility to walk the streets, you know, wear the uniform of some of the people that worked there, responded there, died there. Just the people who came before us and what they sacrificed and what they continually are sacrificing because people are dying fucking constantly. This year has been so shitty for EMS and fire. Within the month, you know, two months or so, it's like three or four people passed from 9-11 cancer. They're just going to funerals, like, back to back to back, and it was just so fucking horrible. And that, though, that's the worst part of it, honestly, if there could be a worse part, is that how many years later, and it's still happening. We are still losing people, and there's still people that cannot work now because they're going to die within the next year. They told us it was going to happen. They said this is a time where people are going to start to be dying a lot more. I mean, we have, there's a big wall dedicated to like every member that passed and there's just a big blank space and the blank space just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I keep adding plaques to it. So how old were you in uh, 2001? So I was 10. It was um, my school birthday. So my birthday September 10th. There was a new kid in my class whose birthday was also September 10th, so I let him bring cupcakes in and whatever on the 10th, and I was going to do it on the 11th. But we never got that far in the day. What did that day go like? I think it was rainy a little bit up near me, if I remember correctly. I mean, maybe it was a nice day. It was a nice day in the city, I know that, but I just remember it being gloomy and sad. It might have just been sad, maybe not overcast, but either way. Just one by one over the PA is just like students being called to the lobby. The parents are there to pick them up and we're like kind of hush hush and no one really knew what was going on. And then my sister and I were called down. So we went. My father was there and there were a bunch of other parents there in the lobby. They were all silently crying to themselves. It wasn't kind of like uh, hugging each other and crying. They were just nervous and you could see that they were crying and something was wrong. I mean, we didn't even really consider the other people there or what 
that could mean. We were just kind of like, is mom okay? Is grandma okay? Is the cat okay? Because we went through a list and like it was like, okay, well then it has to be Louis the cat. Louis Lasagna was her orange cat at the time. No, 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 everyone is fine. We just have to go. So, all right, whatever, we go. Then he said there was an attack on the World Trade Center. Oh, that's it? Like, okay, so what's the big deal? Why are we not in school? I didn't know what that was until then he said, well, the Twin Towers. And I was like, oh, I really liked those. As a child growing up, I really liked that that was a part of the skyline. And, you know, we went to, we did the field trip fourth grade with the um, Statue of Liberty. It was a thing. But I mean, that didn't translate to there's a shitload of people dead and it was a terrorist attack. A ton of first responders are dying right now. It's going to be like a huge monumental part of American history. It was just kind of like, why am I not in school? I brought cupcakes in. Is anybody we know there? Like, what, why, what is this? How is this an issue? Did your parents tell you that night? I mean, I'm sure they did. I don't remember it necessarily resonating with me. Like, I don't remember being upset or really understanding the gravity of the situation. We were upset because my uncle was um, going to be on like the 96th floor that morning for a meeting and it was canceled. So that was one of those things that was like, holy fuck, there is no way he would be alive right now. There is no fucking way. Like he was toast. Days afterwards, you heard a ton of stories like that. Like The train was late. The, the line at the coffee shop was too long and they were just walking in and they saw a plane hit. Stupid things like that. And then it's you hear people that had to walk 30 miles to get home. The trains were shut down and you weren't allowed to go to work in the city and then you know my uncle went down helped you know the rubble a little bit but I actually just spoke to my mom about this the other day and I was like why like what was that about like why did you pick us up you know what was that like for you I guess and she said that on her way to work she worked down the block from our house so she's working at nine o'clock so maybe a little before nine whatever I don't maybe I don't know the time exactly someone had said to her something like that like there was an attack and she was like, what, what is going on? Maybe I'll go to work and someone will know. No one knew anything. So then she finally like turned on TV and figured it out and was like, okay, you know what? Get the kids here. And she was saying that everybody who had kids at the time kind of was just like, we're going to be next and I'd rather die with my family than without them. So that was her kind of mindset was that she thought we were all going to be killed. So she wanted to just be together with us. Mm. Which I didn't know that until this week. I had no idea that's what she was thinking, which was fucking crazy. And I can't imagine being a parent having that thought. I think that was just a natural tendency. People wanted to go home. Yeah, I've talked to many people just all over the country. Obviously, they got stranded, couldn't fly. They just had this intense need to be inside their house. Yeah, of course. It makes sense. I was in paramedic school. Oh, school. really? Mm-hmm. You're dating yourself now. <laughs> <laughs> I told you what, I worked with someone. I work with someone that's a first responder in 9-11. Still a really big deal to all of us. But that's It's not that long ago. You know, these people are still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still around and they lost a lot of friends. They absolutely did. 